Welcome to Far North Tokers. It's episode 13, March 14, 2016. I'm calling today's episode Vaporizing Taxes. First of all, I am going to be reviewing a strain from Miha Not You Genetics. Very excited about that. Been holding on to this strain, this nug for mm, over a week now. Every night it tempts me. Come smoke me. Come make a podcast. Do your commercial. So today is the day. Excited. So right now, collecting some notes. And I'm also going to be doing taxes later. So half of this will be. Can I even get through numbers? Some of this will be... Um, <laughs> I'm going to be enjoying this strain here. Sensi Star. Uh, let's... I'm going to take a smell of it right now. Oh, it smells so good. Alright, I've got a clean... plan is here to put this in the vaporizer and enjoy it that way. No, no pipes for this. This is going to be I can get all of it in there. It'll stay in. And then I can enjoy during the show. I'll get the vaporizer every once in a while. So as I'm loading this up, let me tell you about this little guy. And we'll talk about perfect temperatures. I'm going to turn this on. Okay, we'll set to turn. What do you guys think? What should we set it to? I know what we set it to. But we're going to read this article first as this is warming up. Oh, no. As it's warming up, let's fill. My wand, I think is what it's called. Oh, oh, I love that trick. So, it's just inhaling through the other side, putting the, the stem down into um, whatever your container is after you just grind it, and just inhaling, and it just pulls it all up in. I don't know where I saw it before. I saw it somewhere. It works beautifully instead of trying to pick it up and stick it into the wand. Okay, I just stick my pinky down in there, tamp it a little bit. Wait till this warm goes up. Okay, I just heard the ding, so it is ready at the temperature I've selected. Before I take a smoke here, this may have not you. Genetics Sensi Star. What is the correct vaporizer temperature for wheat? From WeedVaporizer420.com. When you buy a vaporizer, one of the one of the first things you need to learn is what temperature you need to use. It can be almost like a black art if you're guessing, or science if you follow a few guidelines. This article will show you exactly what you need to know to set your temperature correctly every single time. First thing you need to keep in mind is why the set temperature is so important. 
The entire reason for using a vaporizer is to reduce or eliminate the inhalation of some of the chemicals one would usually inhale when smoking. We combust for 46 degrees Fahrenheit. When you reach that level, the smoke is full of all types of toxins and carcinogens. At lower levels, the active ingredients can be stripped from the leaves without activating the accompanying toxins. The three major culprits we are trying to avoid are benzene, toluene, and naphthalene. Benzene is known carcinogen, while the other two have been known to cause heart, liver, and brain conditions. Studies have found that these three toxins only begin to form at temperatures beyond 392. This is to say, as long as you keep your face rise below this level, the amount of toxins you'll be inhaling will be drastically reduced. So what's an ideal setting? Most things, per personal preference, but trace levels of THC can be found at 284. Seeing that toxins start formulating at 392, most vaporizer users stick temperatures at 365. This is well below the toxin ceiling, but high enough that suitable levels of THC and vapor make their way into the col collection inhalation device. It's worth noting that the density of vapor has no effect on the highness you're going to feel. Even less dense vapor, as you're likely to get with lower vaporized temperatures, has just as much THC as thicker vapor. Remember, trace levels of THC start entering the collection device at temperatures as low as 284. Alright, there we go. Mine is set at 370. I kind of think of it as, uh, what did they say to set it at? 365. Mine uh, goes in, in increments of 10. So 370, I put it through 92, it says I'm good. Alright, I'm going to get all the THC I can. Right? This little machine, very nice little sweet portable machine. You just need a plug-in. It's got the wand. Kind of chintzy plastic on the outside, but nice sturdy ceramic piece in the center. Alright, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Let's see what we got here. And then we're going to try to talk about taxes. Midnight Tokers Blend today is Sensi Star, sponsored by Mihanat Genetics, bringing you the newest strains of cannabis with over 20 years of genetic experience. Mihanat, you haven't toked on this, have you? tax, but I know how much they're taking, and because of 280E, tax code, you are not allowed to write off many things. So, from that standpoint, the feds <coughs> are taking 50 to 70 percent. That's a big number, and 
all that sensey stuff feel good. Alright, 50-70% fats are taken. From that point, we have got uh, state. Let's go to state. I'm going to click over state. Uh, should we... We should start locally. Let's start locally, because there's two taxes at play here. We've got the state excise tax, which is going to be the $50 per ounce, from cultivator to the retails, stores or manufacturers or other cultivators. Um, that's, a, that's a big number. If you compare to how Colorado's doing it, they are doing a 15% um, tax at market rate or um, at the cultivator level. So right now, currently for January to June in Colorado, the price per pound wholesale is $19.48 a pound. That gives the ounce at $121.75. Okay? That is $122 an ounce wholesale. And that is paying $300 an ounce for that pound. If Alaska sells the same pound for $19.48, we have to give $800 in taxes. That's $500 more than in Colorado. Our price per ounce comes out at $153 an ounce. We would have to charge. Um, what we're looking at to make it equal to Colorado is you're looking at $24.50 a pound wholesale. Um, that's what gets to the $153 an ounce. So it's going to be a little more than Colorado, and as Colorado goes, the highest price in Colorado last year was 3300 for a pound. That was peak market, um, top shelf, seasonal, the highest 3300 The lowest was 1000 to 1200 a pound. So, um, big range in there, but when there's a lot of supply, this is going to be a supply and demand market, particularly early. Um, so that, that's a big difference when the state of Alaska is taking $50 an ounce and the state of Colorado is taking 15% at market level. Colorado is making up a lot of the difference in their sales tax side. If we want to look at the sales tax side, um, retail has a 13% tax on it sales tax in Colorado. And then that's the state level. And that is split up within the municipality. It seems like it's 15% to each municipality that the business is in. So it's collected by the state and then the state gives the local government's money back. Here's a big difference. Um, medical cannabis 
only has a 3% sales tax, 2.9. So there's a big difference. You can see where prices are going to be cheaper in a medical situation just because of taxes. We are going to have local taxes of, it looks like in Fairbanks, 6%. And depending on if you're in North Pole or the city, that's going to add another percent or total 7%. You know, between the two. Kind of like the idea of Colorado taking a 13% retail and then the 3% on medical. Maybe maybe what Alaska needs to think about is a sales tax for uh, out-of-staters. So a lot of the a lot of the tourists coming up here this summer, when you have to present your ID to purchase. So when you present your ID, if it is not an Alaskan ID, maybe you pay an, the higher percentage of a sale tax, where we are spending 6% as locals, maybe you're spending 10% as a tourist. Everything's more expensive to tourists when they come in, especially if you're coming from a state where it's not legal, coming to Alaska where it is, you're willing to pay the extra tax. I think it's another opportunity to get it. Maybe Hopefully, it's not just an added tax. Hopefully, it can reduce the cultivator side and add more on to the tourist or the consumer. Sales tax is always by choice. That's good. Um, big differences between Colorado and Alaska in the way they're, they're trying to collect the same thing. It seems like Alaska is going more towards the producer and less towards the consumer. Let's look at how... Fairbanks is planning on doing theirs. Okay, this is reported by Amanda Bowen from Bowman from Newsminer. A proposal to put a six percent sales tax on cannabis. Ah, uh, it happened. Didn't even notice that. They've been saying marijuana, 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 and we've got cannabis. To the voters, this fall is getting introduced Thursday before the uh, Fairbanks North Star Borough Assembly. If approved, a question would go on the October 4th ballot asking if the borough should levy the tax. In the cities of Fairbanks and North Pole, which already established a marijuana tax, cannabis tax, the borough tax would be 1% on top of what those cities have approved. We are asking for the extra percent because we have the administrative cost of actually collecting tax and administering it on behalf of the cities, said a settlement advance. Lawrence will sponsor the proposal. Voters in the city of Fairbanks last fall approved the 5% tax. 84% margin. Okay, so collect money, right? So the pot tax there would be 6% total. North Pole, they said they're going to collect it. All the borough members agree that there should be a borough tax. It's the amount where the debate is. John Davies says if we want to bring cannabis, he says marijuana, out of the dark and decriminalize it, then we also need to get some revenue from it. John Davies. The borough's initial attempt at getting a tax on the ballot failed last summer. They argued a little bit. Some people were absent. Four, eight, six, five. Guy Satley thinks members of the assembly would be more willing to compromise and reach consensus about the amount of the tax this time, you know, since they missed out, especially the summer's coming up. He pointed out all these hours that went into the administration center and policy making. At least I want to recoup the cost of this thing. Here comes Lance Roberts. He would support a higher tax on it. He would also support following North Pole's lead and taxing the wholesale transactions in addition to retail transactions. I hope we don't get that added tax on. 
I'm fine with the retail tax. It's not going to be hitting our side at good sense, but see how that vote goes. There are costs associated with this, and we want to make sure that we recover those. All these costs. Assemblywoman Diane Hutchinson agreed. I still think it should be 8%. We don't know what this is going to cost us. We just don't have any idea on staffing on infrastructure. But in the end, Hutchinson said something is better than nothing. All right. So, taking a piece of the pie. Hopefully it goes more sales tax oriented instead of at the wholesale level. All right. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to be going on that. Let's go. That's the thing I like about these vaporizers. It just sits here and waits. It's got a timer. It'll go off eventually if I forget, but everything's waiting for me. Lightning's blurry face and I care what you think. Lightning's blurry face and I care what you think. Back to taxes. How? It's a monthly fee. Taxes have to be paid monthly. Um, <coughs> they were going to have to drive cash down Anchorage. Now they are saying that it's going to be okay to mail it. Um, so, if the cash is mailed to our Anchorage office, we'd be happy to accept it. Brandon Spanos, Department of Revenue's Tax Division, said in an email, We would, however, want the taxpayer to let us know it's coming and to ensure that we have to sign for the delivery. Um, wow, I can't imagine sending that much cash. Um, ounce pound $800 that's not that bad I don't know if you sent cash I don't know money order why don't we all make a bank ourselves? let's talk, keep talking about that let's talk about making a bank alright um, state can't be responsible for the cash until they receive it and then as soon as they receive it it's all clean everything's fine um, instance is legally used post-service to mail cannabis money to the state. Yes. Replied in the email. Once Alaska's commercial marijuana industry gets up and running later in the year, have to pay it every month. Um, $50 an ounce and 15 an ounce for the sugar leaf. Um, cash. You're reported if you don't pay your license suspension. Things are revoked. Um, pay for a month transferred uh, one of the things they were talking about is maybe setting up an account all 
licensees, and uh, the state could pull from that to pay the taxes. So it's already set up. You don't have to worry about uh, driving cash down there. It's right there, and they can access it. Interesting. Um, yeah. They also want accounting of the inventory, live plants, trimmings, product amount, invoice transfers. This is going to be it's going to be a full time job right there. That right there, taking care of the taxes every month. Mm. Um, fun drive down Anchorage, I suppose. New thing. Let me read public comment that went out about um, the taxes. In the beginning, they were charging the sugar leaf the same price as uh, but the tax. Public comment says, the part of the marijuana plant referred to as sugar leaf should be considered trim and taxed at 15 an ounce and not the $50 an ounce. The tax agency responds, sugar leaf is the smaller leaf close to the mature flower, but of the plant is usually trimmed. Normally, this leaf is not dried, but processed to the extract. Uh, they're going to tax it at 15% or $15 an ounce. Next one. Uh, transferred or sold should be calculated to the nearest hundredths of an ounce, not thousandths. And they talk about things being sold as an eighth, and an eighth is uh, 0.125 ounces, so they're going to keep it in thousands. So from that, if we go to, here is a very interesting, um, let's see, that's the one I lost. It's this new proposal for the tax. Okay, found it. Let's go back to Miss Gabrielle Ledoux. Republican Representative Gabrielle Ledoux introduced a bill that would calculate the weight of an illegal marijuana growing operation and tax it accordingly. So if you get caught illegally growing, you're still going to get taxed $50 an ounce. She references that bust in Homer where um, a thousand plants were found at the estimated value of $1.5 million. She's saying that would have given taxes of a quarter of a million dollars. It's also, she's the one that's introducing that $5,000 cash bond requirement for businesses. I believe that's to pull taxes. Well, I think that's a good idea if I'm understanding it correctly. Um, hope, hopefully that's what they do. Um, last thing I wanted to get into was the estimate of the taxes. First thing I want to talk about before I even talk about the amount of money gained or maybe some things that haven't been, been considered. First, think about all the taxes you're going to be gaining from the new jobs. That's one thing. Taxes from new jobs. The correction costs are going to be reduced. The amount of money spent on cannabis incarceration, worrying about dealing with arresting people, that's going to reduce. Um, on the other side, fines will be reduced. So we have to, that's going to be something to deal with. We also, I'm going to reference Dermot Cole article where he says about 12 million estimated tax revenue. I'm going to argue somewhere higher than that. And here, here's what, two reasons. Um, we are looking at the $50 an ounce 
tax revenue. That alone gets us the 12 million. Um, they base that off population, I believe, of Colorado. And then from Colorado, I don't, I don't want to read a bunch of numbers to you guys. Numbers get lost. But the biggest thing to know, we're kind of, we're based on Colorado. I mean, 12% of the population is Colorado. 12% of them use cannabis. It's just the way it works. Now, one of the big things is we're going to compare, it, is the average Alaskan uh, toker smoke more or less than the average Colorado toker? That, that's one question we have to ask yourself. Secondly, there, um, uh, tourists have not even been considered. The, this is only based off residents of Alaska. The amount of tourists coming up here, spending money, getting, spending the money on the sales tax. That's where I believe a sales tax should be added. Sales tax is only going to add to the local economies. I believe the state should take some of the burden off of cultivators and collect some on the tourist side and and retail side. Back to the idea that I believe this $12 million, another reason I think it is lower, comparison of the smoker. We are looking at this number compared to from Time Magazine that you are going to consume three and a half ounces a year. Does that sound about right? Hmm. Three and a half ounces. I guess that's average. I... In looking at a chart, the average Colorado resident, 15 and a half ounces a year. That's a medical patient, 15 an ounce, 15 and a half. Everyone is not a medical patient. And I believe some of those patients are probably selling some of their cannabis to friends. Still, 15 and a half ounces, Colorado. Our number of 12 million is based off of three and a half. What do you think? Do you think that number's bigger? Do you think the average resident is going to be smoking more than three and a half ounces? I know I'm going to be smoking more than three and a half ounces. Um, I consider myself close. Uh, I don't want to say. Am I close to the Colorado medical patient? Mm, we shall see. We shall see. Two reasons I think we're going to... My estimate is 65 million estimated that we are going to gain in tax revenue. That's just based on the population, so I'm going to get, be conservative. That's taking in, well, that's to the state. 50. Let's go 50. 50 million tax revenue for the year 217, because 216 is not going to be able to, yeah, let's do 217. Check back in. We'll see how many episodes I have by then. I'm going to take one more hit off of this uh, Sensi Star. <coughs> Mihahat, you um, genetics. I've got to say, I've been enjoying their great babe cross with Blue Dot over the last week. I am really enjoying this Sensi Star. 
Enjoy is not the right word. I I'm bait. I'm gonna finish out with this. Let's let's go. Well, vaporizing taxes. I maintained some numbers. I'm glad I didn't get into that last article. That would have been too much. Alright. Let's go out. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud at Far North Tokers. See you.